Downtown Eau Claire is the place to experience amazing restaurants, entertainment of all sorts, and unique local shops to find your new favorite thing. You're invited to Trick or Treat Downtown. Join thousands of ghouls and goblins and enjoy a spooky time from 3 to 5 on October 31st. Learn more about this and other exciting upcoming events at downtowneauclair.org. And welcome to another installment, a new season, if you will, of the Let the Kids Play Sports Podcast. And here's your host, Derek Montesano. Well... Daddy, I thank you, and, well, it's good to be back on the Let the Kids Play Sports Podcast. We've got a great episode in store for you today. We've got some MLB talk, as well as what I have done sports-wise over the break. Let's kick off with the MLB. I mean, we can't start off the episode without talking about Oakland. Just not been their year. Thirty nine ninety five plans to move to Las Vegas. It's just not been a good year for the team. They have a minus three hundred and eight run differential. They score the least amount of runs while giving up the most runs, and are last in a ton of categories. As a team, that's not where you want to be in any circumstance you could be you want to be at the top or at least in the middle in those categories but when you get to the when you get to the bottom in categories that's when if you're in the bottom in like run differential that might not play too big of a factor it might just mean you're just losing games really bad but are still winning games is nice and low but once you get into the 39 and 95 record threshold, you don't want to be there. They can pretty much just count all playoffs. Their main goal is just get out of last place. The Royals haven't had a good season. Only three games better. So they could still get out of last place. But overall, just not a good year for Oakland. Well, we know who's had a bad year. Who's had some good years? So... Some good years this year are some of the teams with some of the lowest payrolls in the league. You've got the Rays who got off to that insanely hot start and were pretty much unbeatable to start the year. They've kind of cooled down and have fallen back to or back to earth. The team that's gotten hot now are the Baltimore Orioles, who are now 83-51. and 51. What's interesting is Baltimore has been bad for years, have been at the bottom of the AL East, and have now shot to the top with their young sensation catcher of Adley Rutschman and company. This team is just, they've just been good this year. They have a plus 96 run differential, and overall, they've just been one of the better teams in the AL East. It's them and the Rays, arguably, for the top spot in the AL East. The Orioles look like they're going to pull away. And in my mind, the Orioles might be one of the favorites. What about your thoughts on the AL Central? Uh, The two teams of area interest, the Twins are in the AL Central. We know they uh, right now lead that division. And I know you're going to touch on the Brewers over in the NL Central. 
Yep, the Twins, they have, at the beginning, it looked like they were just going to run away with the division. It looked like nobody was going to put up a fight. It was going to be a routine Twins win. But once we get in, once we got into the dog days, things started to get interesting. We've seen some teams start to make some runs. The Guardians look like they could be a silent threat. Who knows? Nobody can predict baseball. How how far how far is uh, are the Guardians out at the moment? The Guardians are about three or four games out. Yeah, and that's a division again where uh, nobody has pulled away. The Twins have had opportunities to, and give Cleveland credit. The, they've tried to go for it here. They picked up some guys on the waiver wire from the L.A. Angels the last few days, and uh, former Oakland Express Cole Calhoun picked up off the scrap heap about a month ago, and he's been delivering for them. So they've got uh, wind at their sails, and I haven't checked the schedule, uh, but I'm sure the Twins and Cleveland get to play each other at least one more series before the end of the season. Yeah, if you're looking at that schedule, you'll see at least one meeting between those two teams. That's going to be a big matchup because if the Guardians can go out there and get a sweep, then that just completely changes the whole complexion of that division. And the Guardians seem to ha- would have the wind at their sails and would pull, pretty much have a good chance to pull away in that division and maybe go on and win the AL Central. What about the Brewers over in the NL Central? They're coming off of a recent hot streak and uh, have taken control of that division. Yeah, they've pulled away in that division. They've taken complete control, 79-59, and 59, first in the NL Central. But don't count the Cubs out. The Cubs are still in that race. The Pirates, they started off the year extremely hot. But they've kind of cooled down. It's like somebody put a water over the flame. It, they've just cooled down since their early hot streak in the early months of the season. Yeah, the, uh, the Milwaukee Brewers have taken control, and uh, the Cincinnati Reds, who led the division for the longest part of the summer, uh, about a year early on their rise, uh, have, the, have the Reds been. Who's that, uh, who's that rookie that they've got that's been so outstanding this year? Uh, I believe his name is Ellie De La Cruz. Yeah, of course, a lot of, fa- a lot of, a lot of people have uh, loved the play of Ellie De La Cruz, and I think it was the Brewers. Was it the Brewers series where he had the, was it an inside the park home run? Something. He's been very flashy all year in a good way, and you've got a fun uh, wild card race setting up in the NL in the final week of the season. Uh, you look at the teams that Uh, the final month of the season, Uh, Arizona, San Francisco, uh, two teams not a lot was expected of. They currently hold spots. The Cubs, people weren't expecting big things out of them. They're right there. The Phillies, of course. The Phillies seem like the only team that's a lock in the wild card race, but Cincinnati and Miami, uh, a lot of teams people weren't expecting much of. Uh, The teams that spent a lot of money, the Mets and the Yankees, a... Uh, quiet September for those two programs. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking at some of these smaller payroll teams, they have actually had a really good season. Because, yeah, like I said, with the Orioles and the Rays, they got, they've got they gotten on hot streak. But, yeah, like you said, with like Miami and Chicago, teams that weren't expected much of, once they showed up, things kind of got interesting. 
the NL wild card is going to be a wild card. Pretty much anybody still in the race could win it. The Reds could come out. Miami could come out. Chicago could pull away. You just never know. Moving on back to the higher payroll teams in the Yankees and the Mets. Just been disappointing years. The Yankees, our beloved Yankees, sitting at 66 and 69 following their win against Houston at the time of this recording. But overall, just been a disappointing year. Both teams just not playing well despite the big money they spent. The Mets, they brought in two of the best pitchers and then proceeded to send them away at the trade deadline to Houston and Texas. And overall, just not been a year for to be a Yankee and Mets fan. Both teams, I mean, what else can you say? The Mets spent a ton on pitchers. They spent about as much money on two pitchers that they traded away to a AL West rivalry that, like, the Rays spent on their entire pitching staff. So overall... Just not what you want to see from these big market teams. The Dodgers, on the other hand, they've just been the Dodgers. They just continue to dominate. And, well, over on the other side, the teams with the big money have continued to flop. So, overall, to sum that up, just not a year to be a New York fan. Well, we were getting close to the end of the episode, so I wanted to touch on what I myself have been doing athletics-wise. First off, I had a summer ball season with the Seymour Stars. Unfortunately, we only got one win in 15 games, with that one win coming against Wausau down in a Wausau tournament, 5-4. to four. Let's just say the whole team erupted after that. What did you uh, What did you learn this summer? Well, let's see. I definitely handled losing much better than I have in the past, mainly because I took fourteen of them. But hey, I can. We can always bounce back next year. Well, was it fun to play oh, yeah. summer baseball? Oh yeah, it was amazing. And uh, we, I know we uh, give high thumbs up to the Seymour Stars program, and uh, you've made the team for twelve U. Yep, and I've decided to go for the number 99 as a since my favorite player is Aaron Judge. And it'll be very interesting since I'm not really known for my height. Aaron Judge is really tall. so And a lot of the taller players get like 99. So with me having 99, that could be interesting. You are usually one of the smaller guys in school still, but... Are you, uh, when you go to sleep at night, are you waiting for that growth spurt, or do you like to be small? I'm still waiting for that growth spurt. <laughs> so you had that uh, you had that going on, and I know middle school soccer is, is underway. Yep, we haven't gotten the game schedule yet, nor have the teams been made, but we're looking at about two to three teams this year, and the standard schedule of DeLong, North Star, Altoona, Regis, Menominee and Chippewa is expected. And I know you had a lot of fun doing that, and that's just to to have some fun before hockey season gets going again. Oh, yeah, that's definitely just the sport to 
you know, kind of ease between the baseball into the hockey season. What else this summer? Well, let's see. I am st- There was that trip down to Saint, the St. Louis area to see you when you were down calling the Alton River Dragons. Overall, just uh, it's always a great trip when we go down. And unfortunately, the game we came down to, it somehow managed to go to extra innings because we were running late. We got there in time to watch them lose it in the 10th inning. So, well, that was unfortunate. And uh, what else? I know you got to see a Yankee game and... Uh, you know, lots of lots of fun over the course of the summer. You went to go, I took you to see a Yankee Cardinal game. What did you and Mommy and Alexia do when I wasn't around? Well, let's see. We did go to us went to the Superstars um, O'Clark Express game and watched the Superstars go absolutely crazy. Well, there's one more thing I want to touch on, and that is. Fall ball. We still don't have the team yet. We're getting closer and closer to it. And I'm just hoping to get my team and get back on the field. Yeah, fall baseball up with the uh, with Seymour gets going uh, the second weekend in September. And uh, yeah, we'll wait for that. And I know Alexia has got her soccer. And this is the case for an awful lot of people. Those quiet Augusts turn into very busy Septembers and Octobers and Novembers and uh, so forth. Uh, Derek, what should people expect next week on the program? Well, you should expect me to talk some football, some of my predictions for like week one, and overall just a good fun time. All right, that it for this episode? Yep, that'll do it for this edition of the Let the Kids Play Sports Podcast.